Welcome to the Fit Mom Life to the Fullest podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hello, ladies. Welcome. Thank you for joining me today. I'm excited to be here with you about a week into February. I hope your February is going great so far. Uh, my name is Brittany, and I'm a Catholic wife and mom of three boys, and I run fitmomlifetothefullest.com. I'm a personal trainer prenatal and postpartum specialist. I always have to really think before I say that one. I don't know why. Um, You know, the normal tripping over my words. And I am super happy to be here with you once again today. Every single Tuesday and Friday we are hanging out or whatever day you like to listen to this. Folding laundry, driving, working out, whatever you're doing. So today's episode, we are talking about not only not festering over numbers, but also really looking at what you want your life to look like and what you are willing to sacrifice for that. And I think this is such an interesting topic because I've read studies through the years that are just absolutely devastating where I really don't think it's dramatic to say devastating where it's ridiculous. Of course, I don't have any to pull up for you, but I'm sure if you Googled this, you could come across some. But I have seen a lot in passing in health and fitness magazines or personal training magazines, especially when you're looking at um, body image issues or things like body dysmorphia and different disorders that are, I guess, you know, they're labeled disorders. Um, Just many, many women will say if you pull them on their weight. And even thinking about this now, you know, I could have explored this putting out a poll to my audience of you know, how many of you, if I asked you if you were at your desired weight, you would say yes? Probably not many. And sadly, the numbers are so high with women that say it's it almost is the norm of our culture, I think, for most women to say, oh, I'd be happy if I lost five to 10 pounds. I think it's just really cliche that every woman and a huge overgeneralization there. But most women, I should say, will say, oh, I'd be happy if I lost 10 pounds or, oh, I'm about 10 pounds away from my goal weight. I feel like 10 is just the, you know, number that women throw out that that is where their their zone is. That's where they're going to feel their best. Like they're not too far off from it, but they could improve. And I find this really interesting. Um, there's an interview coming up in a couple, I think next week, two weeks coming out February 25th that I did with the ladies from Laughs and Littles, which is an awesome podcast that you can listen to anytime you want to, Sarah and Annie. But we were talking about, um, you know, different forms of workout and what they were into lately. And you'll hear it very soon. But it was interesting because neither of them are really trying. One of them's a little bit postpartum. So she, you know, was saying that she's still was a little bit focused on fat loss. But the other one, Annie, is not currently focused on fat loss. And it was interesting to have that conversation because I am so used to being in the fat loss world. So many of my clients who I work with, you know, that's what we're after in the challenges or one-on-one training. Most people who come to work with me are there because they want to lose weight or lose body fat. And a lot of times when I'm working with someone, I will kind of delve into why they want the number that they want or what exactly they want to reach. Because a lot of times, say somebody does start working with me, and I do think, you know, we can improve in some areas. And and it's totally fine. You know, I would be more than happy if somebody came to work with me who just wants to get stronger, who just wanted to, you know, learn a little bit more about lifting or good form or whatever. And I have had a couple, but it's been few and far between the people that have come just wanting to get in better shape or feel physically better or stronger 
majority of women that I work with come to me because they are desiring fat loss. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. And I've talked about that a ton on the show. That is my oven preheating. <laughs> if you just heard that beep, it's done preheating and ready for my cauliflower pizza. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, I got an email the other day that was like, we are a company that can get rid of the ums from your podcast from you because we have noticed that you um quite frequently. So now I'm hyper aware of it. And no, I'm not going to get rid of it, guys. So <laughs> good deal with me with my ums, just like we were sitting and having coffee. But back to my story. Many times I will start working with somebody who comes to me for fat loss. And then we will get to a point, a point where I will tell them, hey, so-and-so, I think you're at your goal. We are going by progress pictures I will also ask them to weigh in if they have access to it or care to. And I will say, hey, I think you have reached a good zone. I think this is a great spot to maintain. And they'll say, no, I want to hit this number. No, I still want to lose five pounds. No, I still want to lose 10 pounds. So think about this for yourself, for your girlfriends, whoever, if you're talking about it, or for your trainer, or if you are working with me currently and you're in one of my groups, so you're one-on-one with me. I don't like the setting arbitrary numbers. It just sets us up for this goal. And like a lot of times we, we're moving the goalpost on ourselves because we're, we're looking at just numbers and not at progress pictures and not at all these other non-scale victories. Like you might start working out. I'm just going to go with random numbers here. And you might be 170 and say, say you're 170 and 5'4", and you're like, I want to be 130. That's my goal weight. Say you're working your tail off and you're doing your strength training. You are either really cleaning up your diet, eating intuitively, or you're tracking macros, whatever's working for you. And you've gotten down from 170 and you're at 140. And you look really good, strong, healthy. You feel really good. You are stronger. You fit, you dropped a couple sizes, like you see the progress in your pictures, and then you're still stressing about those last 10 pounds. That's when, and, and apply those numbers to yourself and, you know, personalize that. What do you think is going to magically happen at 130? Do you think you'll magically get to 130 and be like, I'm so happy and content with myself now because I'm finally at this weight? And truly, I don't mean that facetiously. I think a lot of times we just have pegged this number and think we will magically be a happier, better, whatever person once we hit that weight. It's not a magic fix. Like it's not going to all of a sudden change us. We're going to be different, whatever. So I think number one, the first thing we need to do is stop setting arbitrary numbers um, if if something is legitimate, I don't think that they're, you know, I don't want your takeaway to be from this like, oh, Brittany says we should never set any numbers as goals. And I personally do set numbers as goals as well. And I know that sometimes it can just be hard to know what is a realistic number to set for yourself and what is not. Um, but say you, you have made a realistic goal. Say you were 170 and you're 5'4 and you set the goal of being 150 and you feel that's realistic for you and what your um, like experience has been before that and your muscle on your body and all of that stuff. So if, if you do think that that is realistic, that's totally fine. Then commit to it. Commit to doing what it takes, which is consistent strength training, sticking to eating really 80-20, 80% whole clean foods and 20% treats. You're eating high protein, lots of vegetables, etc., you're increasing your neat maybe, maybe adding in some hit when you plateau. 
all the things I talk about on this podcast all the time that are the keys to fat loss, staying consistent, staying in it, because that is usually the number one thing that most of us are missing is we get super gung-ho, we get started out, we get a couple quick wins, and then we get out as soon as it is inconvenient or as soon as we start plateauing or whatever. So if that's totally fine. If you have a number in mind, whether it's body fat percentage or it's weight, it is realistic, it is attainable, go for it. That's awesome. Commit to it, do something hard, get it done. That's great. Absolutely do it, <laughs> okay? However, if your priorities along the way have changed, let that number go. Or if along the way you have realized hey, maybe that's not attainable for my body. Hey, maybe that's not attainable for my age, whatever it is, then let go of it. Very interesting because I did an episode a while ago. I could not cite it for you, but you can scroll back through on realistic body fat percentages and body fat percentage ranges actually go up as you age. So what is considered a healthy or good body fat percentage for a 20-year-old is not the same for a 30-year-old, nor for a 40-year-old, nor for a 50-year-old, nor for a 60-year-old. So as we age as women, are we get a bigger gap. Basically, we're allowed, you know, by this arbitrary table to have a bigger body fat percentage, a greater body fat percentage on our bodies. And that's due, I think, to several factors of our metabolism perhaps slowing down a little bit, which we've talked about ways to combat that. And I can do an episode on that in the future too, which strength training definitely helps that because strength training revs up your metabolism. But anyways, body fat ranges do change. But if this is the big thing that I see and notice, many times women think back, and I'm included in this too, we think back to where we were at a certain time in our lives or whatever, like thinking back to, oh, when I was in high school, I weighed this. Or when I was in college, I weighed this. And we have that number in our head. We have that body type in our head. And we want to get back to that. And the, the, the truth is that we are not that person anymore. And why would you want to go back? You know, I, there's like many things in life I would not want to go back to. I would not want to go back and do high school over again. There are many things I don't want to go back to and experience, you know, obviously some good memories and things. But the point being, we should be always moving forward, always becoming, you know, more of ourselves, more of the people that God wants us to be, et cetera, and growing as people year to year. And we also need to accept that we are aging, obviously. You thinking about, I'm 30 years old, me thinking about when I was 22 and I was, you know, still single and had no kids and I was this percent body fat, like I want to get back to that and get back to that exact body type, that exact weight. Okay, I could set possibly the same weight goal or even possibly the same body fat goal if I really wanted to. My body's still going to look different and I'm still a different person. I've carried four babies since then, you know, and we are just going to drive ourselves crazy trying to do that. And I think one big phrase I've been saying to my clients lately who get really fixated on a number or, you know, who, again, I think look fantastic and are in great shape and are having all these non-scale victories and they're stuck on this number, stuck on this thing they want to get back to. And the phrase that I keep bringing up and keep bringing up to myself is, do you really want to be 60 and trying to lose the same five pounds? Do you really want to be 80 
and still trying to lose the same 10 pounds. Like give yourself permission to just let that go. Because when I pose that question to myself, no, I am not going to care when I'm 80 years old if I had a little bit extra around my midsection or not. And I think there is a caveat to this. And I think there is varying degrees. It's very personalized because the whole, you know, my whole intro for the podcast is, you know, improving our physical health so that we can enjoy life to the fullest. So I do definitely have as an ideal and as a priority that I want to be a fit mom and then a fit grandma, God willing, and all these things. Like I do want to be strong and have a good, healthy body fat so that I have it, you know, easier on my joints so that I don't have trouble getting around so that I can play with my grandkids. I can be like the grandma on the floor playing and all that stuff. So that is all true and remains to be true that I have that as an ideal and I have that as a priority. So I definitely would, if I was 50 pounds overweight, I would definitely, yeah, sit there as an 80 year old and say, darn it, I wish I wasn't 50 pounds overweight because I wish I was able to do the things that I would do if I didn't have this extra weight. However, (laughs) if I am 30 years old right now and stressing over losing the same five pounds thinking I would just be so much happier if I lost five pounds or if I was, I lost 1% body fat and fixated on it year after year and I spend every year of my 30s battling that number and trying to be a certain number, I will for sure look back at 80 years old and be like, you know what? I wish I would have just relaxed and enjoyed myself and enjoyed my family and, you know, let go of that number. It's not going to be that big of a deal, 1% body fat or five pounds. So the takeaway and the thing that I'm just posing to you today and maybe to think about is, is that number that you're chasing realistic? Is it attainable? Do you even care about reaching it? And if so, and you think you really can and it's attainable, awesome. Again, work the plan, stay consistent and give it time because it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a month. But If you're chasing a number just to chase a number, move past it. Focus on other things. Just do what is healthy for your your overall health and wellness. Eat nourishing foods, move your body, get sunshine, pray, serve, like enjoy the years that you have and stop putting that on your list every year. You, It's just taking up so much mental space and then the guilt and shame come along with it with every single year you're writing down your New Year's resolutions to lose 10 pounds. Like either lose it or don't, you know what I mean? And sometimes we we really don't have that 10 pounds to lose very often. And so many clients I've worked with, like I said, have gotten to that point where I'm like, you look great, you're doing great, you're strong, your numbers are all good, like you're in such a healthy range. Now just be, just maintain, just have fun, just serve, just live your life and get off the numbers. So something to ponder for all of us through the years and don't underestimate what mental strain you are putting yourself under if you are, because if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, Brittany, well, I'm going to not super focus on it, but I still would really like to be this number. Like this is the number I have in my head. That is still taking up your mental space and all this stuff. So just kind of even like, you know, give it to the Lord and ask, him, what he thinks about that and what, you know, you, what is best for you, your family, everything overall, because it's probably not you fixating on getting exactly down to that arbitrary number. Okay. I hope that this 
was a positive message for you today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would love to hear from you. As always, you can message me at fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com or on Instagram at fitmomlifetothefullest. If you haven't rated and reviewed the podcast, I would super appreciate it. I set the goal for 2021 to get to 100 ratings, and I am four ratings shy of it. So you'll make my week, my month, my year, if you would be so kind as to rate and review the podcast. All right, ladies, thank you so much, and I will talk to you next time. Bye.